it's Jenny Ekman here from the Mushroom Link team and I'm coming to you from the AMGA biannual conference here in Adelaide on the land of the Ghana people. This podcast is brought to you by the Mushroom Industry Communications Project Mushroom Link, funded through Hood Innovation using the Mushroom Industry Levy and funds from the Australian Government. And I'm here talking to Jack Lemon from GTL Europe about some of the very exciting new technologies that he presented in his talk today. So, Jack, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Jack. I'm from Holland. We have a company called GTL situated in Venlo, and we produce equipment, air handling systems and buildings for the mushroom industry. Okay. So what you were mostly talking about yesterday was the um, tilting system for harvesting. So perhaps you could start by explaining what the problem is that you're trying to solve with this new technology. The main issue and the main challenge for the industry is at the moment labor to pick mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms, uh, the picking cost for mushrooms, the labor involved in that part is a significant part of the total cost price of mushrooms. Um, and by changing the way of picking, there could be possible savings on labor of about 60%. So that is our main challenge. So, so those labor savings are primarily because people can pick with both hands rather than one hand. Is that, that was the key issue? Correct. In a traditional setup, a picker picks with one hand. Uh, he or she is cutting the mushrooms and handling packaging material. And by purely focusing on picking with two hands, you skip uh, the cutting and the handling of the packaging material and you try to automize that part. And all over, that's proven, it gives a saving of about 60% on labor costs involved in picking. So the other thing you were talking about was, well, the difficulty of attracting pickers, particularly given that it's a rather uh, physically difficult task, you know, leaning over large mushroom beds, uh, whereas the tilting system had the advantage of being more ergonomically correct. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. Um, uh, you try to create a situation that the picker has a straight back, has a good view on the mushrooms, and uh, that all mushrooms uh, are within a uh, yeah, a good range of, of your arms. And that's what the tilting system does. Uh, the part which are in a traditional setup far away from you, because you tilt it, it comes towards you. Uh, and that makes it a lot easier to pick with two hands. It must make it a lot easier too for the pickers to decide which mushrooms to pick because they can see the size much more easily. Would you say that's right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, normally you have a few, uh, mainly from the side to the mushrooms in the, in the beds. Uh, but in a tilting shell system, you purely look to the top. You should have a very good view on them. Yeah. And we also take care that we get good lights in the neighborhood of the worker so that, um, yeah, she can make good choices to what to pick. So we should say that the tilting system is actually combined with a belt which transfers the mushrooms away from the picker. Uh, is that in every case or just if that's an additional 
thing that the farm installs? No, that is in every case because the basic setup is that you pick with two hands, put the mushrooms in a belt, and you deal with cutting stamps and packing uh, them into punnets or crates or boxes in another location. So that's why you need the belt to transport the mushrooms out of the room. Okay, so um, so we've got a system with a moving belt which has holes and they just place the mushrooms into those holes and then the belt moves them up to a centralised packing area within the, within the mushroom house, is that? That's correct, yeah, and the uh, centralised packing area is uh, outside the room because we want to keep the majority of the technique outside the room that allows us to do a decent cookout of the room after a room is being emptied. Yeah, so I guess that helps to reduce the number of workers who are actually inside the, the cultivation room and thereby perhaps reduce the risk of disease a little bit, um, improve hygiene. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and it's not only that we separate um, the packing of it, what we also try to do is to separate possibly the beginning of the growing stage to do that in another room. And as soon as the mushrooms start to grow, we transfer the compost casing soil mushrooms into the dedicated uh, picking rooms. Ah, so this seems to be a, a trend with uh, several companies which are now offering this idea of having a, a growing room where the, the compost sits um, after the phase three has been installed and the casing added, and then it transfers into a harvesting a different facility for harvesting. So you're you're also working on this? Uh, yeah, that's correct. But one remark to that is that it depends on the cycle you want to run. Um, when you do two flushes, uh, that system works. When you want to do three flushes, uh, that setup is, is fairly difficult because the schedule doesn't match anymore. Ah, I see. So a lot of Australian farms would do three flushes, I think. Uh, some do two, but a lot are doing three. So maybe that is more difficult in the Australian concept context. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So now once the mushrooms get to the packing area, you also showed us a automated packing machine, which um, looked quite exciting in how it operated, but uh, perhaps in the early stages of development, would you say? Yeah, the goal is that in the next, in the coming months, we come to a concept uh, that is uh, ready to install at a farm. Mm -hmm. uh, indeed, the movie that you saw was uh, of a trial uh, piece. But um, yeah, as I said, we want to achieve uh, in the coming months a setup that uh, can be installed at a farm. Okay. So how does this deal with the different like different size grades or are your pickers just picking one size at a time and then sending it to the pack area? Uh, no, that's the advantage of the system. The system has a huge capacity. There is, um, it handles 12 mushrooms within four seconds, three to four seconds. Um, that means overall per second, you handle four mushrooms. And in average, one picker can pick one mushroom per second. When you calculate that for yourself, the system allows to grade at least two sizes of mushrooms. 
into a different uh, type of planets. Right, okay. All right, so this is new robotics that are coming, but you also talked a bit about robotic harvesting. And now this has been, the idea of robotic harvesting has been around for a long time. And we've been working on this since what, the 1970s, I think people started talking about robotic harvesting. And it hasn't really happened. Um, and you were explaining perhaps some of the reasons why that was. Uh, yeah, first of all, mushroom is a very sensible product. So um, it, you need a different approach than, let's call it an extreme example, potatoes. A potato can be handled in a different way than a mushroom. So as it is such a sensible uh, product um, and it's growing um, very close to each other. So when you want to grab a mushroom with a robot and you have to do that with fingers, um, the position of the mushroom should also allow the fingers to grab it. And very often that is not the case because there's other mushrooms close to that specific mushrooms, which block the access to take it with fingers. Yes. So then other systems have looked at suction caps and using suction caps to, to just pull the mushroom out, but you don't think that will work? Um, no, that is proven uh, already in the 80s that, uh, of course, technique evolves from the 80s to now, but uh, in the 80s tests were already done and also recently some tests were done. Um, the uh, force to take, to pick a mushroom um, is quite significant. So when you want to uh, do that force via the suction cap, it leaves a spot on the mushrooms. Like one or two days after picking, you'll clearly see a spot on the mushrooms where the suction cap had taken the mushroom. Yeah. So it's just not possible to pick with a suction cap, unless of course we're genetically modifying the mushrooms to not be browning, I suppose. Um, that might make it possible, but otherwise, with the strains that we currently have, they're not going to be able to be picked with a suction cap. Yeah, that's uh, what I think. Uh, I, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but uh, that's why I also mentioned yesterday that uh, I think it's also partly to spawn suppliers to develop strains uh, which behave differently or which create uh, a much stronger mushroom. Mm. Well, right. And the other idea is that you have mushrooms which are more spread out on the on the top of the bed, but then you'd think that must jolly impact on yield. Um, yeah, and that's why I don't think that it's a realistic approach because uh, raw materials getting more expensive, especially in Australia, casing soil gets very expensive, but also um, due to electricity prices, you know, your cost of compost go up, et cetera, et cetera. So you want to get the very much, the, the, as most as possible out of your compost and your casing soil. And uh, as you just described, this approach decreases uh, the yield. So I don't think that's a, yeah. that's a logical way to go. Yes. So, so a number of farms within Europe have installed the tilting shelf systems already. Uh, yes, there's a total of 15 projects now uh, all over the world, which uh, are either started or in progress uh, or in the engineering stage. 
Okay, 15. Wow. And are, are they all greenfield sites or are they adapting existing growing houses? Uh, no, all greenfield sites. Okay. So you can't really adapt an existing house to put in this system. It would be quite difficult. No. Greenfield, I have to make one remark. For example, we built a farm in Switzerland and that specific farm just copied their existing rooms and we installed tilting shelves in these uh, rooms which are 100% equal than the existing rooms. Okay. So it is possible. Right. So have you got any idea what the, the I mean, because obviously these shelves and the belt system is going to cost more than a standard mushroom facility. Have you any idea of what the, like the cost, the return on investment time would be with putting in this more sophisticated system? Um, yeah, at the moment, of course, we have an idea, but it's, uh, it's hard to say yet because we didn't finish the complete development yet with the robot. And uh, when you want to get the maximum benefit out of this uh, system, you need to install this packing robot. And that hasn't been finished 100% yet. But, but even without the packing robot, you'd still have some, I mean, there'd be extra costs, but extra quite significant improvements in picking efficiency. So it would still have quite good benefits even without a packing robot. Uh, yes, but I mean, when you install such a system, you want to go for the max and that is when you uh, add the robot to it. Okay. All right. Um, well, Jack, thank you so much for your time today. And this robotics and artificial intelligence uh, sound like the solution to many of the problems which affect us here in Australia, as they do in Europe in terms of labour costs and labour shortages. So thank you so much for your time today and look forward to seeing you in Australia again sometime soon. Yeah, thank you as well. <laughs>